This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. George, Zach, I want to get your reaction to a recent headline in USA Today. It starts out, profits are rising in IRAs and 401ks. So far, so good. But then the second part of the headline reads, but so are future taxes. And we've got some updates on that as well. Are some of our listeners in for a surprise when they hit retirement? Because not everybody prepares for that big tax burden. Yeah, don't kill a messenger, right? You know, we have to tell people what's what it might look like, and it's kind of uh, you know, ominous for a lot of folks. And the, the the reason it's like that is people have saved and they put away in their four hundred one ks and their IRAs. They've done a good job. Yeah, it's fantastic. And uh, unfortunately, it's just regarded as delayed wages. So when you start taking it out, whatever the tax brackets are at that point, throw in your Social Security, and uh, before you know it, you might have a tax situation. Mm. We have a quick one. We have a gentleman we're uh, working with, and it's. Really, he's an outlier. Really can't do too much for him right now due to his age, his mid-40s, but he's tracking out very, very well. But we did, a, on a normal growth, what did we put it down for, 5% or something? Yeah. And yeah. his contributions in his 401k at age 72, his required minimum distributions was over $250,000 per year. Wow. That means he had to pull out additional $250,000 per year uh, to pay Uncle Sam, just the required minimum amount. Uh, why do we bring that up? It's never too early to start tax planning or never too late either, by the way. Mm. It matters. It has a huge impact on people's retirement in many cases. We're well, working and, with a 40-year-old, a, a young man there. Uh, that just shows how much of a difference that time on your side makes. Yeah, he, he was a uh, referral. They work for the same company. The, his uh, friend just recently retired. He's a client of ours. Friend called and he goes, I know I'm probably a little bit young, but can you help? We'd love to sit down with people and just kind of show what's going on. And boy, did it wake him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I think he was kind of stunned when we showed him that. And that's if there's no changes. That's based on the current taxes. We already know, uh, we'll talk about it later in the program, that in 2025, if nothing is done, the tax brackets are scheduled to go back to where they were, which is a little bit higher than we're currently in. So, you know, it's a great time to do tax planning. And George, this week we've started to see the stimulus payments hitting people's bank accounts, and they're already talking about the next package of uh, spending, and that's going to be between, it, it looks like 2 and $4 trillion. So the spending isn't stopping. Tax rates will have to go up at some point. If you have any questions about that future tax planning and finding out options and methods that you may not have heard before of getting to that tax-efficient position where you're not paying Uncle Sam quite as much in your retirement years, give George and Zach and the team at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning a call today. It's 864-404-4900. And find us online as well at northstar65.com. Well, those stimulus payments are hitting, and Congress has approved the trillions of dollars, and there's more on the way, which is pushing interest rates a little higher. Fund manager Dan Niles tells Fox Business that's eventually going to affect the value of your retirement portfolio. We think inflation going up is going to become a big problem, and we think by sort of mid-year, that's it. I think in the back half of the year, if you hear the Fed saying we think inflation is more persistent than we thought, and we're going to have to dial back some of the stimulus. I, I believe the S&P is down 10 to 20% in a matter of a week or two. Wow, 10 or 20%. I shudder to think that. And then on top of that, he's talking about the rising cost of goods and services. George, Zach, what is to be done about this? Well, here you go, right? That's a double whammy, huh, Jerry? You yes, go sir. After, well, that guy just scared me, so I want to go to cash. 
And you go to cash, <laughs> inflation goes up, so your, your money is uh, getting bled dry slowly, but uh. the value of your money is disappearing slowly. But So where are you? you? People are stuck out there. They come in for answers. They want to look at some, hey, are we looking at everything we need to look at? That was a major concern for a couple that came in here towards the end of last week. You know, He started bringing up, hey, the real rate of inflation on a lot of these goods and services that we buy more so than others that maybe how they measure that number he believed in the terms of maybe four to five percent you know if you just look at the price of food in a grocery store you look at gas prices you know and then not to also mention but they were about 70 percent in cash you know one of his things too was hey we're concerned about this stimulus we're concerned about at some point having to pay for this thing concerned about he's not the only one out there basically the canary in the coal mine if you will uh, he he sees it. He was concerned and came in and looking for some options. Well, this is just an unprecedented position that we're in as a country. We've never really seen what we've seen over the last year roll out. So when you're sitting down with people who have these concerns, what are the messages and the options that you're telling them about? Well, the big thing we, we were talking about prior to the program, uh, Zach and I were going over some topics. What we like to do is incorporate some of the conversations we've had with uh, clients and, and friends week prior. And one was diversification. Mm. Somebody said, well, I'm pretty diversified in here. Well, are you really? And we've got a little software package you put together that shows the true diversification. One thing that's real interesting, too, is when people buy into the stock market, it's mostly U.S. stocks, right, for the most part. And give you an idea of the limitation to that, publicly traded companies, there used to be 8,000 of them out there where you can buy stocks into. In 2016, it dropped to 3,600. Right now, it's up to about 6,000. So if you're buying, basically that's your pool to invest in. A lot of these mutual funds that people are involved with, you end up, well, this is what we do and this is another mutual fund, but they buy the same companies. So we have is a lot of duplication in there. Also, you know, the uh, S&P 500, basically the broad index people use when they talk about the stock markets, usually the S&P 500. You know, the top 10 companies represent 27% of the index market value. Is that balance or imbalance? <laughs> <laughs> Seems a little top heavy to me. Yeah, you're looking at this. So what were the potential for an extreme drop is right there because it's not really well balanced. It's not truly diversified. We see that over and over and over again. And a lot of people have reflected they've had some very, very good years behind them. Really nice market growth. Last year was an anomaly. You know, when people go out there, wow, that, where'd that come from? Yet people are aware that the game is going to end at some point. And you always think of musical chairs, right? You're going around there and you remember as a kid mm-hmm. and somebody pulls a chair out and one person is left standing and they're out. You don't want to be that one person left standing and out basically because you didn't, I guess you have to be aware of greed of going, Hey, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Why is it not a good idea to perhaps see where you are? If you've got enough, for retirement to get to where you want to be, maybe perhaps consider taking some of those winnings off the table and protecting them, putting them to safe harbor, take the stock market out of the game with some of your money. If you're married, that's especially helpful because a lot of times we've seen, in most cases, how people view the stock market and risk is not the same. Let's just talk about a couple came in a couple days ago. She was kind of going, you could tell by her body English, Jerry. Uh, She was very, very nervous. Mm. And I simply asked, how do you feel about the investments? And she goes, I'm really nervous. Completely different. Completely different. 
with that approach, talking about that and coming to a compromise and saying, well, how much would you feel you'd like to protect? Usually the answer is all of it, but that's not usually the case that's going to happen. I say, how about enough to set aside that you can't lose anything from here or put into something that's protected? Just as your plan B, your fail safe. And she, and she goes, sure. that would be fantastic. Husband absolutely agreed. We looked at some options out there, rebalanced, and they're in a good place. So why is that important? We're not talking about returns, are we? No. We're talking about listening to each other and saying, listen, this is your money. It's what you work for. You should be the master of it, not have your money be the master of you and dictate you not sleeping at night. Mm. Yeah. And I don't mean to go too far back, but what I really like about that software is it allows us to run a stress test. You've probably heard in in football for quarterback, it's good to have short term memory. Often people have that investing too, just because maybe they've done well over the last five to 10 years. When you run that stress test, you're able to see how your portfolio could behave if we were to have another 2008. Mm. And now you're 12 or 13 years, you know, closer to retirement and you don't have all that time to recover. And people quickly remember, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember when my portfolio was down 30 or 40%. Well, there's something I read too. Uh, we were discussing target date funds. A lot of people that are working, Jerry, have target date funds and they're basically rebalance each year right. as a closer to retirement. That then, you know, to protect them. There was a target date 2010 fund. Because American funds had a target date 2010. And this is 2007, right? And so this would be appropriate for somebody who's getting ready to retire in 2010, de-risking conservative with me. Well, that dropped 44%. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> At its low in spring 2009. Wow. One year outside of retirement, and this person's depending, or people, can you imagine how many people were probably in the this target date fund? How many people had to continue working because all of a sudden their portfolio is cut in half? They're 44% down. That is not a conservative portfolio that's balanced for somebody who's three years out of retirement. I urge people who are in target date funds to run that stress test to see if it is in line with what your goals are. You can't get that wrong. Well, and we've seen that. I mean, I can count at least three or four occasions just in the last month, people coming <laughs> yeah. in and they're saying, hey, maybe I'm six months, I'm two years out from retirement. And I'd really like to move on to that next stage. And we run the software for them. We plug in their current portfolio positions and they have a lot of what we call correlation, you know, not to get too technical, but just a lot of the funds, even target date funds that they're using. Other funds also have those same companies inside of them. So you would expect the funds to behave similarly. So if one is really down, well, the other one's going to be down too. And on top of that, just put a little sprinkle on top. You know, these target date funds are basically mutual funds that use mutual funds inside of them. That sounds Figure like that fees out. on top of fees that to me, George. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, so these are things you need to be aware of out there. This is your money and you really have to take ownership of this. You can't entrust people that you don't know to manage your money and say, hey, what's your definition of a conservative, Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Is it a, you're okay with a 44% potential downside? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> Well, we encourage you today to reach out to George and Zach and the team at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. Ask about that stress test on your portfolio where we can take a look and find out exactly what's in there. If there are circumstances of correlation, if you have that true diversification that George and Zach were speaking about there, this is a complimentary offer and there's no obligation. We'd love to hear from you today and be that resource for you to help you plan for your retirement years. Give us a call at 864-404-4900 
or find us online at northstar65.com. Joining on the conversation now at northstar65.com. George the Motley Fool says one of the most common retirement planning mistakes is failing to understand the tax implications of your investments. We talk about this a lot, and it's understandable considering how complicated the tax laws can be. But it doesn't change the fact that those mistakes may be costing us a lot of money. George, ignorance is not an excuse on this one. You still have to pay that bill. Yes, you do. Can't get away from it. You could try. In most cases, being proactive about things. And this yeah. is just another one. Most of the time, that is beneficial. Especially right, right now. I know we're dealing with tax time. People are, are filing their returns and, and such. And I would ask people, are you having any conversations about future tax planning? Mm. It's very pertinent. If you're working with a tax professional... And you're saying, well, they're not bringing this up. Ask yourself why. Well, because you're not paying them to. You're paying them to file your returns, to really take care of the parameters of the 365-day period, not thinking forward. Uh, Ask your tax professional, is there anything I can be doing now so I can reduce my taxes later? Be interesting to hear what the response is. Mm, Yeah. You know, right now you, you got people filing returns, and it's a mess out there, by the way, folks. You're tax planner, big hug. <laughs> no, really, it's, it's, I'm serious with, with all the stimulus and, and the COVID relief, all this stuff, a lot of it's very vague and ambiguous. And we're talking to our CPAs and they're, they're struggling for interpretation. It's very, very difficult. And you're a business owner, things like that. A lot of this is first time. It's, it's taking a lot of time. So too bad for that. But again, just think about they probably not in a very good position right now to say, hey, we'll do a review for your what we could look at for uh, you know, tax relief in the future for the next five, 10 years for you. That's just not going to happen. And George, have you ever sat down with somebody who's come in and maybe they've already retired? Maybe they're a few years into retirement and they see what kind of tax plan because the tax planning doesn't stop when you're retiring. You still keep on working ahead. Have you ever heard this where someone says, I wish I would have come in five years sooner or, or 10 years sooner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's across the board. Oh, mm-hmm. every week. Yeah. Every week. Shouldn't have waited. You know, we, I think we're all guilty of that in some way, with in some manner. Things we probably knew to do or looked at sooner. You know, for a lot of people, it's saving, putting away for retirement, contributing. It's never too early to do that. It's the same thing with tax planning. Be aware of it. doesn't mean you can do something, but you surely want to look and see if there's an opportunity. We have, uh, goes back uh, about a year husband and wife, it was a second marriage, and um, she's a nurse, did really well with her 401k, past age 59 and a half, she was aware of that, came in. She was really concerned about future taxes. She's an adamant believer that, you know, the taxes will be going out, she's going up, excuse me. Uh, she's in good health, planning for her future. And we were peeling off, it was a, about $250,000, paid taxes on it, mm. put it back in there. So she made, again, the way the tax brackets work, where she was, she's making about 90000 a year. She didn't want to go. She's already in the 22% bracket. She was okay going to the 24% tax bracket. We wanted to avoid the 32% tax bracket. That doesn't make sense. She goes, for an extra 2%, I want to get this stuff done. So in a period of about three years, folks, she is just taking this money, paying taxes, putting it into a Roth account, never to be taxed again on it. All the growth, everything after that. Doesn't count against her Social Security. Doesn't count against her Medicare. It's the best investment account in the world for tax reasons. And you're looking at this and somebody goes, well, that's gotta be a big tax bill. It sure is. No doubt it's a big tax bill, but did the math, it worked. She goes, I'm thinking down the road. I don't care about right now. I'm thinking five years down the road. That's how serious she was willing to do. 
it's easy to talk. It's a little bit more difficult to do, especially when you have to pay taxes on that. But I'll tell you what, she's a firm believer and she will be in a much better place down the road. That's big picture planning right there. And when you're working with North Star Financial and retirement planning, that's the kind of approach that they take. That long-term view and factoring in all of the different pieces of the puzzle. We know that your career has been important to you, making sure that you're saving and growing your wealth. And we also know that it's very important to you that you protect what you have and make sure that it's there for you when you need it. So give us a call today at 864-404-4900. Speak to George, speak to Zach, schedule an appointment with the team there at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. Talk about some of these ideas we're covering on the show, making sure that you're protecting against inflation, making sure that you're not at too much risk in your portfolio. Get that stress test on your portfolio. And also talk about tax planning and social security planning, making sure you're getting the most out of that benefit. These are all the different pieces and all the different parts to the retirement plan and the puzzle that we're putting together at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning. 864-404-4900 and online at northstar65.com. And George, I should also say with so many different pieces to that puzzle, you make sure that people understand what their plan is and what those pieces are there for. It's not just, hey, here's what you got, take it and leave. It's let's make sure you understand this before you leave. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know, it's their plan. It's not our plan. Basically, this is for you. You might hire us to help manage it, help coach through it. But these decisions are yours to make. We're going to show the pros and the cons with each one of these. You know, a good illustration, too, out there, uh, we get asked quite frequently is, should I pay my house off? Ah, that George, that's exactly where we're going (laughs) next. A lot of people get into retirement before they get there. They say, all right, I want to make sure all my debt is gone. I don't want to have any monthly payments. It seems like a great idea on paper, but Jill Schlesinger from CBS Business, she says that's not necessarily true. I don't think people should be so perplexed about this problem because, frankly, I'm more worried that they're spending the available money they have to pay down that mortgage instead of actually keeping it liquid. Mm-hmm. You never know. You know, you pay off your mortgage, you lose those dollars. You might have a health issue. You might, you might need that cash. So don't be so excited to pay down that mortgage. In this day and age, paying down a mortgage before retirement is actually a luxury, mm-hmm. not a necessity. What do you think, George? Is it better to stay liquid with some of your savings or... Should people go ahead and get rid of that debt? Well, that's a good question. It's a broad question, so you have to be very cautious. Everybody's different out there. So I'm not going to go either way with that. I will tell people this. Rates have never been lower. You need to look at this and say, okay, you know, uh, refinance. We had a couple came in the other day, 2.65%. That's fantastic. Remember, you used to be able to take the deduction. You still can, but you, people don't hit that threshold, you know, the mortgage interest. You know, people aren't doing that right now because just because of the way the tax laws are. So you're looking at this. Why would you take quarter of a million dollars that could go to work for you, could, it's liquid, and pay off something that you can finance with somebody else's money for 2.65%. It's a challenging question. We ask that. We don't tell people what to do, but there's nothing like having a house free and clear. Mm. You can't put a dollar value on that. So we get it. People say, I want to pay it off. That's fine. We'll tell you if we believe this might be a potential problem. So whether you do or do not have a mortgage on your home, um, and if you do, regarding of how much you still owe on it, does that affect the market value of your home? Say you wanted to sell it one day, is it going to matter? Why are you asking that question? Well, I, do, I don't know. I just think it's kind of interesting. Let's just say that you found yourself in a place where maybe the markets took a big dip. Maybe the real estate market did the same thing. Well, how much equity would you actually want to have in the house? Mm. That's a good point. 
good point. Points to ponder by Zach. <laughs> so just another good question to ask, right? Okay, I have one for you. Okay. The chicken laying the eggs. Uh-oh. You know, I love to bring this one up. Oh, uh-huh. boy. Yeah, Farmer George here. Somebody goes out there, and let's say your investments you're doing right now, you have a quarter of a million dollars, you can pay your house off, make you feel good. Your rate of return has been 7 8% historically, right? And continues to do that. And that's your chicken. That's your investment account, laying those eggs. Mm-hmm. Then you kill the chicken, and you cook the dinner, okay, you pay off that house, no more eggs. Money's not working for you any, any longer. Is that really the right way to go? Is that a smart use of your money? Well, probably not. You just really want to be cautious of that. Hey, can I have a little bit of fun? Too. Absolutely. But I do this show. all the time. I bring this up all it, it makes people think. Thinking is a good thing. And stories are the best way to get people to think. Otherwise you're just babbling, I believe. Let's you can really it. bring it up. Okay, so I didn't know the I was kind of going, how many chickens does are laid per year per chicken? What do you think the average amount is? How many eggs per chicken per year? Per year, yeah. Uh, I'd say I'm afraid to guess. I don't want to sound dumb. <laughs> I, I listen. I I will I will freely admit I know not much about chickens other than they taste pretty good. I like eggs too. I'm gonna I say like them seventy. Fried. Seventy. It's up to two hundred eighty. Over two hundred eighty eggs a year. I was gonna say about. They don't want to kill that chicken. That's a lot of omelets. Oh. Yeah. We like yeah. the omelets. We like yeah. to make sure that we're getting those returns. I, I, I didn't know. I, I, but bringing up that example, I, said, I wonder how many eggs. <laughs> I have to know these things. It's, my kids could shake their heads. Like, I'm going to go home later and tell them that, ask them the question. They're like, well, what are you reading now, Dad? We learn all kinds of things <laughs> on Stop Worrying, You're Retired. This is a great radio show. If you have these kinds of questions about, should I pay off my debt? Should I pay off my mortgage? Should I go into retirement? with no payments, or should I stay liquid? These are the kinds of unique situations that George and Zach and the whole team at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning work on. They sit down with people every single day and talk about these kinds of issues and find solutions and make sure that the people that they're working with understand why they're doing what they are doing. That's really the the best part of this is making sure that people understand it so that everybody feels good about it. We know that this is important to you. We know that saving and protecting your life savings is really what it's all about when it comes to retirement. So if it's important to you, give us a call today, 864-404-4900, and find us online at northstar65.com. George, Zach, that's all the time that we have for this week. Another great show. I'm always happy to be here. For now, I'll give you the last word. Well, I'm Zach Jenkins, and thanks for listening. And this is George Fossling. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great week, and God bless. Find out more at northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.